All right, what is going on? Welcome to another exciting episode of The Start Down. This is episode number 144. Can you believe this is episode 144? I, I kind of can. And look, hey, we're flying first class. Check this out. We are flying in some first class seats here, and I am recording a podcast. So this is exciting. I'm looking forward to this. Uh, those of you listening uh, cannot see this. Those of you watching can see I'm a little full of shit. I am not <laughs> flying first class. I'm actually in first class seats. These are like legit airplane seats. You can see there's like even a little airplane tray right here that comes out. Um, these are legit airplane seats. Great story on how I got this, and we'll talk about why I got it in a little bit. Um, but I want to talk about what makes today's podcast different. And, you know, um, I don't know what I'm going to call this. You may see it titled, I Suck at Podcasting is something I've been thinking about. You may hear this called, uh, We're Flying First Class. Um, you may call this, Listen to the Fucking People Around You. I don't know what I'm going to call this podcast yet. Um, but, you know, we recently did a Q3 meeting, or uh, actually Q3 planning meeting, end of Q2 wrapping up with both Brand Ethos, uh, and the Mags Group and Top Score, you know, each one of uh, the companies that I'm associated with, we kind of got together and debriefed, looked at things we did great in Q2. Um, we planned actually reports for a lot of our clients as well through Brandito. So we're, you know, doing, you know, data and reporting and everything. And then, uh, you know, kind of looking at, at Mags. And it's always one of those things where with my personal brand, um, I, I kind of, you know, and I'm sure a lot of us have done this, right? We, we, we put it on the back burner or, or it's kind of like a back seat, if you will to what's really uh, important, which is the clients, right? Our clients, you know, always tend to usually come first before us, before our personal brands, before the things we do. Spent a lot of time on my personal brand for a long time. Um, you know, those of you who have been listening to podcasts for a while, remember the days of dancing on Facebook and things like that. Um, I, the reason why I don't do that anymore is just time. It's just, you know, as the businesses have grown and I've gotten involved in more companies, the time has become more valuable in the morning. Um, COVID changed a lot of that, taking the kids to school, different things. And listen, a lot of that's bullshit excuses. I probably could still do it if I wanted to. But, you know, things change a little bit. But with that, you know, it still lasts. Like even when people see me, they're like, hey, you know, I love seeing you dance on Facebook, Mike, or I love seeing you do these different things. Um, and, and it really has been something that's been important to me. This month, and I'm starting to tease it on my social media, my book's coming out, like Socks on a Rooster. Um, the forwards by Natalia Diane, who was my coach for a very long time, is now a very good friend. Um, and we've gotten to collaborate on a few projects together, which is excellent. Um, I talk a lot about my story uh, personally, kind of my journey in entrepreneurship. There's a small part of that in the book, but really it's taking these entrepreneurial cliches that you always hear. Um, you know, one of my favorite ones is your network is your net worth, which I think is bullshit uh, because that's not true. There's plenty of people that hang around wealthy people that are not wealthy. They're, they're, hanging around them, but they're not learning or they're not executing. They're just waiting for it maybe to rub off on them, right? Um, you know, you see some movie posters behind me, Sopranos, uh, Shawshank Redemption, Entourage is another one of my favorite shows. Um, you know, and sometimes, you know, and the thing I love about the show Entourage, and, and we'll talk about podcasting in a sec, but, you know, as that show evolved, it was really one superstar events and all those guys kind of mooching off him, if you will, right? Um, hoping to, you know, meet some girls and, and uh, because they were around Vince or maybe get a little bit of money because they were around Vince or get a nice car because they were around Vince because they were in the quote-unquote entourage. Uh, but at the end of the day, as the series evolved and as the, the guys got older, they all started to want their own things. Even Turtle, who was kind of could be deemed the biggest slacker of the group, eventually went on and, and kind of got his own thing, right? Developed his own thing, hooked up with Mark Cuban even and, you know, became, you know, the entrepreneur of the group. And even in the movie, he becomes, you know, in some ways more wealthy than Vince. Um, because he eventually wanted his own thing, right? So proximity doesn't always mean success. 
taking action means success. Now, you could say, well, because, you know, Turtle was in Vince's entourage. He got to meet Mark Cuban and be around certain people. Absolutely, right? But the idea of it is, is that these entrepreneurial cliches, and that's what I'm talking about in the book, are only as good as the actions that are taken around them, right? Because if Turtle never did do anything or never did take advantage of those opportunities, he wouldn't have been successful. It wasn't about your network is your net worth. It's how you're leveraging your network is that's going to increase your net worth, right? Um, so, you know, the book talks a lot about that, a lot about putting things into action, what makes a great personal brand, what makes things grow. So obviously, as we're moving into this, and I'm being very transparent here through my podcast, listen, I'm 144 episodes in my podcast, and I've said this before, I got no fucking idea what I'm doing. I've got no clue. Um, even when I have guests on, I'm very transparent. I say, listen, the audience is mostly made up of my mom <laughs> and some early stage entrepreneurs. We haven't really grown to the point that I think this podcast can, but you want to know what? I'm 144 episodes in, and that's basically 144 weeks straight. There have been some gaps in there, so that's probably an exaggeration. But um, you know, it's at least two years of consistent podcasting, consistent uh, doing it week by week, putting a podcast out. Now, it's not just all me. I record the episodes. I interview the guests on the back end. I have Ryan and I have Anthony and we have Brandon. Uh, we have the Brandito's team of Annalise and Alicia are always helping to, to make the podcast better. You can see we even simulcast some of it. But to get back to that... When you look at the behind-the-scenes crew, Ryan, who's kind of my project manager, Anthony, who works on our ads but also works on, on my podcast, you know, I talked a little bit about this and brought this up in the meeting, and we do podcasts for our clients that do well, and, and I said, but, you know, I feel like with mine, it's really not growing. I feel like the podcast is stagnant, right? Like, nothing's really happening with it. Um, I'm like, so how do we get better, right? How do we grow it? How do we grow our audience? And, you know, Anthony and Ryan both said, well, you know, I think there's a lot of things you can do. We don't do enough video, so we're starting to do more of the sizzles are going to be video. Um you know, Anthony and Ron are very transparent. It's kind of boring. You're sitting at your desk. There's a plain background behind you. So if you've watched any of my other podcasts, you'll see it's usually the same background. You know, so we even talked about having these airplane chairs, right? Doing something more creative, uh, doing a video as well. I'm recording this now on my iPhone. I'm sitting in my chair <laughs> recording the episode here in my airplane seats with the poster behind me because this is a little more, right? This is a little more interesting. It's a little more different. Um, so I'm taking the advice of my team. And I'm really listening to my team and listening to what they said. And I think that's so important because really, if you're not listening to people around you, you're not going to grow, you know? Um, some of it, I, I said, listen, I genuinely agree with it, right? We're doing the videos, all this. Some of it, I'm like, well, show me proof, right? Find me another podcaster that's doing the things that I'm not doing that has more listeners than me, more success, and then I'll adapt and change and I'll do that. Because um, the other thing I think I've learned too in business, I think a lot of people, you know, and, and most podcasts that release, and I'm... Don't know if this is the exact science, but I know they don't. They write around a dozen episodes, right? Uh, tends to be the industry average. If you listen to people and you read statistics online about podcasts, most people do about a dozen. So even doing 144, even if it is only my mom listening, <laughs> I'm okay with that because I'm doing this as a part of my personal brand, right? I'm not doing this, you know, just to get the listeners. And I think there's there's a caveat there, right? Because um, you know, I was with a buddy of mine, um, and he recently hooked up with Tony Robbins, Tyler McBroom. He's been speaking on Tony Robbins stages. Uh, he he recently got connected with him during COVID and now is speaking at his business master. He's also an amazing accountant. I recommend him to all my clients. Um, and, you know, it, I was having a conversation with him. What's it like working with Tony? And what, I think I've told this story before, but I'll, I'll tell it again. Um, he says, listen, they don't do anything not perfect. Tony says, if we're going to do something, we're going to do it perfect. And I think that's awesome. And I love that mantra. But I think you also have to question what is perfect, right? So a lot of people would say, well, you're at 144 episodes, you know, you must have thousands of listeners and have a ranked podcast and all that. But that's not what it's about. For me, perfect with the podcast is doing it consistently, 
doing it weekly, you know, when possible. Um, I think, like I said, I very rarely miss a week of the podcast. I very rarely miss a week. So I, I, I put the effort into getting on things like Podbooker and finding guests and different things like that. So I think for me, perfect is continuing to do it, not the result of the numbers that we're getting, right? Not that I don't want to grow our audience and grow our numbers. And and uh, if you are not my mom and you're listening, I do appreciate you listening. I appreciate you tuning in. And I will say that, you know, it's so funny. As I've made business relationships and partnerships and connected with people, they'll tell me, hey, I was listening to your podcast when I was cutting my lawn. Or I was, you know, listening to your podcast when I was on a run. Or, yeah, I listened to your episodes. Or even when I have a guest on, they'll listen to one or two episodes. Um, and I appreciate that, right? That means the world to me. And more importantly, it's allowed me to make the connections. Maybe someone doesn't listen to every podcast episode I put out, but maybe a new business partner or a guest on my podcast or someone that I've networked with listens to one episode and learns a little more about me or learns something to grow their business or learns uh, a unique, you know, something unique that they could do to, to make themselves more successful and never even tell me about it. That's why I do the podcast. And it's a part of a, a, a whole personal brand that I'm building through the podcast, the book, what I'm putting out on social media. And, you know, the question is, well, does it work, right? Well, does it work? Well, listen, I mean, you know, I, I started um, consulting, uh, you know, almost 10 years ago. I've been doing this now. Um, so it's almost been 10 years that I've been in this and I've consistently been able to get business year after year. I've had up years, I've had way up years and I've had way down years. But really for the last three or four years since I really invested the time in doing Facebook Lives, putting out a podcast, the business has been more consistent. Why? Because the social proof is there. And that's such a cliche term. Um, I could even hear people saying it that that is like nails on a chalkboard for me uh, because I don't think they really understand what it is. But I think it's it's the fact that if you if I get a new client, I say, listen, I really think it'd be great for you to write a book and do a podcast. They're going to see that I have a podcast and that I've written a book. They're going to see those things and know, wow, look, Mike did that. I'm trusting him. I know he knows what he's talking about when it comes to marketing. I'm going to grow with him. So, you know, that consistency of validation, I think, is important. All right, video did just stop, so we got to hit record again. So this is going to be a two-part video. I guess you can only record 4K for so long on the iPhone. But um, so we're back. Um, hopefully Ryan and the team edited out all the uh, ancillary noise of me moving around and trying to figure out why the phone's not recording. But hey, this is exactly what I was just talking about. I'm trying new things. I'm recording on the iPhone. I'm using GarageBand to record the audio because um, these are things that, that we kind of talked about to level up. So like I was saying, you know, kind of the idea of the social proof, right? Um, and the idea that things not being perfect, right? We'll edit out some of the gaps so you don't have to listen to the noise, but I don't care that, you know, I had to stop to go do something right now and that I had to stop, uh, you know, to change things because I think that's what we have to do. And I think it's, it's that doing it perfect, right? Going back to that Tony Robbins idea of doing it perfect, perfect is what you define it as and what you commit to right like i've committed to the consistency of this podcast that's the perfect that i've committed to that i know if i'm doing it every week that if i'm you know having my team work on this i'm dedicating some of their time i'm putting money into this i'm investing it that's perfect for me um and is it a part of my personal brand that when i'm having conversations with potential clients and growing my business um, and encouraging my clients to be great is it things that come up and, and that validates what we're trying to do together as a team then yes then it's a win right um it's not always about having a thousand listeners or monetizing the podcast for me right that's for me you have to figure out what works for you right and i have this conversation with a lot of people um on the idea too of looking at it from a standpoint of the reason why you do it and i think there's a genuineness there that people could very often see i think when a lot of people listen to people's podcasts they listen to it because it's something they want to hear i you know 
I'd be lying to you right now if I told you I'm super into entrepreneur podcasts and I'm listening to Andy Frisella and Ed Milet and you know Jesse Itzler and I'm listening to all these business podcasts. I have been not listening to any business podcast lately. Why? Because the movie posters behind me, Sopranos, Entourage, Scrubs, all these shows that I've enjoyed for the longest time have now released these uh, podcasts where they're, re- they're the stars of the shows are actually on the podcast. So the Sopranos one is uh, the guy who played Bobby Bacala and Christopher, Michael uh, Michael Imperioli and Steve Sharippa, right? Uh, Entourage, you have uh, Vincent Chase, uh, not Vincent Chase, but you have uh, Doug Allen um, and Kevin Conley and Kevin Dillon uh, doing the Entourage podcast. And on Scrubs, you have uh, JD and Turk. Uh, they're re-watching the shows and talking about the episodes and telling you stories about what it was like filming on them. Some of these shows are 10, 15 years old now, but they're still relevant because they're on streaming services like HBO Max and Hulu. Um, and they're having conversations and they're talking about it. So I enjoy listening to those podcasts because they're entertaining to me, right? They, they give me a certain entertainment and value. And a lot of them, some of them have commercials, some of them don't, some of them are monetizing it. You know, they're doing it to make money. But to go back to my point is, it's the authenticity of why you're doing it, right? If people just listen to you and 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 all you're talking about is like things that aren't interesting to them, they're not going to be engaged, right? And I think that's so important when we look at why we do things. Do I think everyone should have a podcast? Absolutely. But do I think you should just do it to make money or, you know, do you have to have it? If your heart's not in it, it's not going to be right. You know, it's it's not going to feel good and people aren't going to listen to it. I got to be honest with you. Like, it's a lot sometimes for me to, you know, sit down and record the podcast. I've canceled interviews with people. I've rescheduled interviews with people. Even tonight, it's like, well, do I really want to sit down and do the podcast? I've got a lot going on. I can fly out to a wedding this weekend. Um, you know, so there's just a lot going on. But I was like, but the minute I sat down in this chair and hit record and hit record on the video, I, I was excited. Right? I didn't want to do it beforehand, but I was excited the minute I hit recording. That's how I know I love this. So, you know, when when... Clients ask me, should I have a podcast? Absolutely, I think you should, and then we try it. But if if your heart's not into it, if you're not committed to it, it's not going to be great. And I think it should be great. It shouldn't be about how many listeners you have or how much money you make off of it. I think, you know, for at least uh, 144 episodes... (laughs) <laughs> maybe more or less you determine the number but just try it right just do it for fun see what the reaction is see what you get um and and, and that's really why i'm doing that so you know and also learn listen to people around you um you know pivot like i said for me if i would if i would keep doing this and looking at the direction i could have given up on it i could have said well you know there's other people doing having guests on i've had guests on i've seen numbers spike but maybe not where i wanted to go you know but I think listening to my team was a great thing. Listening to Anthony, listening to Ryan, having them give feedback and saying, hey, do more video. Record it somewhere interesting. You know, these are the things uh, that that I think really changed the landscape, if you will, of the podcast and changed the landscape of, of, of what I'm going to do. May get more listeners, may not, but, you know, I think it's a great thing to try. I'm pivoting. I'm doing things differently. But more importantly, the perfect for me with the podcast is consistently doing it every week. So, you know, as we close out here, I want you to ask yourself that, you know, and, and think about it. And it was such a great line. Obviously, coming from Tony Robbins, we know it's great. But that idea of perfect. And we don't do anything unless it's perfect. And I think you have to define what perfect is. Um, I also heard a similar quote from Gary Vee this week where Gary Vee was saying, I think people use perfection as a way not to be judged and not a way to not complete what they really should be doing. And I think the flip side of that is true, right? So don't over be over perfectionist, um, you know, where you're over perfecting and trying to do things too good. I had a client that was like that at one point. They were just, they told me once, hey, well, you know, I'm a perfectionist. I said, well, 
I think you're just nervous of how you're going to be judged. And, and I think it was less about perfection and more about they were worried about it. They put it out there and someone said something negative. I said, if you think it's good and you believe it in your hearts and it put it out there, um, it doesn't matter what the negative is. They were trying to make it over perfect so that nobody could say anything bad about it. Someone's always going to say something bad about it, right? So I think it's really important for you to define what perfect is for you and go out there and do that. And and more importantly, it, it's it's about listening to the people around you. You know, if you have a podcast and it's not where you want it to be, listen to your audience. What do they want? Um, you know, what do they want to hear? You know, pull them. What are the topics? What do they need? Ask questions, right? And more importantly, listen to your team around you as well. That's going to make all the difference. So I can't thank you enough for tuning into this episode. Uh, I appreciate you listening to it. Hey, if you're listening, you know, go on Instagram at Mike Figuera or on Facebook or on LinkedIn. Shoot me a DM. Let me know you listen to the podcast. That would mean the world to me. Uh, you know, drop a comment below. Uh, you know, if you're listening on one of the social pla- or if you're listening on one of the platforms that allows you to leave a comment below. Uh, we love to see that as well. I appreciate you tuning in. Once again, big shout out to Ryan, Brandon, uh, Brand Ethos team, Annalise, Ace, uh, Alicia, everybody uh, working on things on the back end. I'm excited for the books coming out this month, like Socks on a Rooster. Uh, it's going to be great. I'm so excited. I'll probably do an episode where I just talk about the book. Uh, but that's going to be coming out. Big shout out to Eli, uh, the godfather of ghostwriting. So appreciate you tuning in. More episodes coming up with some great guests this month in July. We have a ton of great stuff coming. So hope you all had a great start to Q3. Well, as I always say, for more great episodes like this, visit thestartdown.com to learn more about me, MikeFigueroa.com. If you like the first class seats, let me know. Oh, I didn't tell the story about how I got the first class seats, but you know what? I'll save that for another episode. We'll talk about that on the next show. All right. Appreciate you tuning in. I will see you on the next one. And this will be on YouTube, too. We're gonna, Anthony, we're going to put this on YouTube. So.